you have pulled up a little bit ginger from yesterday's conversation. <laughs> I did. It was a, somewhat of a mental workout. Well, it's interesting because before we had the conversation, and you were like, oh, what do we talk about um, from the previous day or anything? And I was like, oh, just let it be because it always changes. And so I did not, but I did not expect because you had a, a list of things, I think. And I don't know what happened. As in, you didn't expect the flow to go towards the... Because we talked about our abundance goal, mm. uh, the card reading that we did. Yep. We talked about that. Like, th- I knew we were going to talk about that stuff, but I didn't know that I, would have, I was going to go on all those tangents. Not tangents, but like those, I don't know, passionate... <laughs> just pulled, just pulled uh, it yeah. out of you. Yeah. Just it extracted just, it. And it honestly, it was like, I, I felt weird all day. But you've, you've been feeling weird for the last few days. This is what yeah. we sort of talked about yesterday a little bit too. Yeah. And that's, you know, obviously you're kind of feeling that again today. What what are you, where are you sort of at? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I'm just taking it easy. Um, it's coming up to the t- my time of the month as well. So I think I'm like moving through my cycle. Um, but I haven't felt like this before. It's I, I think that's part of it, but it's not the reason. Mm. There's something... There's like a a content or a... Because you described it the other day as a seriousness. Yeah. Is it still that or has it evolved into something else? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's like that. That's the, It's like a seriousness, but it's good. Right. <laughs> Even but- though it kind of, it, it looks like I'm, I'm just, I think I'm, I'm not realizing how big a decisions I'm actually making. Right. I did a reading last night for myself, I actually recorded it and I might put it as a, um, a reel or a video. I'm not sure yet. Um, in, in a few days or so. And, and the, the reading was just very interesting. It was the same two cards that came up when we were talking in our reading. When I when I sat down and did mine, and but they were they were just switched, but I was like, what what is that? And then the reading was all about letting go of old thought patterns, of the past, of everything that I've kind of known that doesn't serve me anymore. Like there's a, a really I feel like a transition happening. That's probably as best yeah, as okay. I can explain it. Yeah. And yesterday it was funny because it's like it's not as if those cards were like uh say the tower or and it, they weren't heavy cards they were all very light and and but it was just the truth that was i think there was something deeper that it was hitting because i was sitting there and i don't know i i got a bit emotional at one point because i think I've realized or I'm realizing that I'm really stepping into what I want and who I want to be. Like, I think it, it's got something to do with that because it's a very internal, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah. I guess two things. Um, the, the first being, we talked about this in, you know, weeks ago now, before prior to coming here and the kind of week building up to us arriving in here, mm. we were talking about that feeling and that feeling of constriction that like uh, kind of use the, uh, the analogy of the, the shirt, a shirt that we're getting too big for, but we yeah. can't take the shirt off. It's just getting more and more stifling. Yeah. 
And that feeling comes out as this kind of frustration, this tension that's sort of being experienced. And it's usually for us, that's precipitated, that feeling or experience is precipitated some jump or something that happens next. And then again, that happened for us with us coming here with this opportunity becoming available. It's like we, we felt this opportunity coming available yeah. to us and, you know, prior to it, prior to it eventuating. Is it, is it something similar for you, is it that kind of thing again, where it's you're you're experiencing something that is perhaps indicating a, an event or an opportunity or something that's just around the corner? Yeah, I think um, that Ace of Pentacles that came up um, twice. So yesterday came up again, but it was they it switched positions because there was only two of them and it switched. But it was interesting that they came up in the same direction, like one was reversed and one wasn't, like, mm. and it was this. Same, they just had switched. And I don't know, there was a feeling like, well, this mustn't be that far away because what I was asking was something like present, like what's going on right now, what's happening right now. And that was a sentiment. I'm like, I feel like perhaps I'm actually going to sit, like this is the beginning, I'm creating something, like this is this is happening, my, my business, my work. Like I'm actually... I'm ready to commit to it and oh well already I have committed to it I committed to it a a long time ago but I'm now confident in where I'm at I'm accepting exactly where I am and I know that I have a lot to to give but I also know that this is the work I'm supposed to do and it's perhaps this feeling is I know that it, it might actually work well, everything, it's funny, everything that you're doing right now, everything that we're doing right now, we've actually tried before. Mm. It's This is kind of like a take two for nearly everything. Yeah. You've had a website previously yep. that ultimately didn't really go anywhere. No. You've tried selling art before and, and doing art mm-hmm. before and ultimately it didn't go anywhere. No. And uh, you've tried uh, doing having sessions and working energy with sessions, people, energy yep. sessions, and it didn't go anywhere. Mm-mm. Um, we tried a podcast. I also did Oracle Cards reading. You did Oracle Card readings. It didn't go anywhere. We did did a podcast. It didn't didn't go anywhere. anywhere. You know, we've done a lot of these things that we're doing right now. It's like, it's like a second take at them. Mm. You know, we, we planted the seeds of this stuff or we obviously had an inkling at some point, you know, over the last three or three, two or three years that this is a path that we kind of want to take. And we were just perhaps too soon with it. Yeah. But obviously, we're in a much different position right now. We're in a different headspace. We've had a different experience. So we've had, you know, the experience that we've had has given us a lot more, I feel like, Mm self-education and has helped us to see a lot more about ourselves and the world around us. And so I think we're better poised to be able to, I think, utilize our our skills and our desires. Yeah. Then we're better. We're better poised now than we were we're back, back then. then. Well, I think it's that initial excitement when you find something that you really enjoy, and I mean, given the circumstance too, um, losing my job and not feeling essential in the <coughs> the world and in society and in the workforce, that it does it does something to your mind. It does something, and it it drives you. And it wasn't to convince anyone else. It was to convince myself that I was I still had purpose. I still was essential, and by doing that work. It, because I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, I love it. I love that this is the work that I want to do. I'm good at it, but I love it. I really enjoy doing it. And it's something that I want to pursue because I've had a feeling about this for a while, but I haven't really been sure how it was to express itself. And 
that dedication when you when you first find something you're so excited you just want to tell everyone and that's and when I when I did start to tell people they were like wow that's so cool yeah I'll, I'll have one and everyone gets excited especially when you're excited and that's the whole thing of a generator if you're lit up you will attract you will attract people because you light up if you're doing something that lights you up you start to shine you people start to see you and they're like oh I want some like what she had well, I'll have what she's having mm. that kind of that kind of energy that's what generators do so that's why I very quickly drew attention because I was the genuine that gen- genuinely lit up by the work that I was doing so you attract I mean any of us do you know when you're really excited about something just tell everyone and you just want to help everyone you just want to love whatever you want just want to yeah, do your oh, service sure. and yeah and I think this time around I'm very lit up but we also have to be more conscious I think it's like it's not I'm blindly doing it and not thinking about the repercussions I'm not being more careful with say the sessions and like I ha- I now have a much clearer vision for myself when it comes to my work I know how it flows I know exactly why I'm doing it whereas before there was like a whole list of reasons why but it was still very vague I wasn't really I didn't have a solid foundation I was going through a trauma at the same time that there's a lockdown traumas I had like there was a lot going on and to have that come to me was obviously like a a saving grace. That's what it felt like then. I'm like, oh my gosh, there is hope. There is this is gonna be it's gonna be good. But then again, we went into another lockdown and then we went to another lockdown. <laughs> and it's like, okay, like uh, it's never right. gonna end. Okay. It's never it's gonna end. Never gonna end. And I have no idea where the end is. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. I can't we kind of what's the point? I can't even see anyone. How am I supposed to do this work and serve if I can't actually go face to like speak face to face with people? And even, you know, we had online, but I hated it. And I do hate it still, but I'm like, well, I have to, I, I'm probably better fit for it now because I know exactly what I need to do in the process. I know what I, why I sit there. I know what I need to do, what I need to pay attention to, pay attention for when I'm with someone. It, there's just a much more balanced uh, approach mm. to my work now than there was before. I know, I know more who I am. I know more of why I want to do and how why I want to do it. And I'm also okay with exactly where I'm at, not knowing every single symbol that is in the cards or every single thing that, you know, I, I know what I know. And that's for me, I have to accept that. But I also, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to let the, what I don't know, scare me into stopping and being like, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to, because if I keep thinking about it, that's what makes me stop. <laughs> but you know, it, the, I think the, the paradox with that is that the more you know about something, the more you realize you don't know. That's, tends to be what happens. A, yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's as sure. you as you, I think learn my definitely for me. The more I've actually mm-hmm. read read on a certain topic, or the more I've actually come to understand a certain thing, you go, "Holy shit!" You start to you start to light up Just an entire domain, yeah. and it's like as you learn more, <laughs> as your knowledge grows, so does your so does what you don't know. Yeah, and and, and I think I think it's like there's. You become more conscious, I think, of your ignorance yeah. when you learn more. Yeah. I think when you, when you think you start to know, know a lot. Yeah. I think that's when you probably start to become. You give yourself over to ignorance more so. Yeah, and and you don't. You're not actually open anymore. So yeah. It's like what I meant. I don't, obviously I probably didn't explain it properly. No, no. But I, it's it's like fine. I, yeah, like I'm I'm I have to accept that what I know right now is enough for what 
where to start or where to be right now in terms of in my work. I don't know everything, obviously, but I'm also very transparent about that. I'm like, it's I'm okay with not knowing. I, I can't possibly know everything. I've only been doing this for say two years. But how can you possibly know everything? You're you're human. Well, that's you're small. Right. That's right? We're we're small in the sense that in the grand totality of absolutely everything. But also, it's me saying it to me. Yeah. It's not anyone else saying it to me. I'm have I'm the one having the conversation in my head. No one's t- no one's asking me that question. No one's yeah. like, well, you should know more. How much yeah. do you know? What are your credentials? No one has ever asked me about my credentials. Yeah. Even when I started this and was excited, because I was lit up by it, that was enough. And I've always had this feeling. I'm like, people don't care about that anymore. People just want someone to help them. Well, I think the last couple of years has definitely. Uh, it seems to me among uh, among the sentiments of people that you sort of talk to and it, obviously it depends on perspectives and stuff over the last yeah. few years but there's been a lot of faith lost in in those credentialed individuals in our in our midst mm. and I, I think that people care less necessarily at this point about specifically what qualifications you have and more about what experience you have what what qualities what do you do I have get out of it? that can actually help yeah. me and be helpful because yeah. A lot of very credentialed people have been unable to help a lot of people that we know in in recent times, mm. and I think a lot of people have become very disenfranchised with that. And yeah. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to take a take a shot at anything or anyone, like no. or to say that you know to be credentialed is something to be frowned upon because of no. course not, of course no. not. It's not that's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm just I'm what I am saying is that people I think are leaning towards authenticity yeah. and connection with people. Uh, and and rightly so, mm. and I think that to be able to facilitate a genuine interaction with someone and to genuinely show an interest and to have a perspective that puts that person's genuine well-being ahead of any kind of other incentives or any other kind of perhaps things that are that are also operating within the perspective of a practitioner or something at that mm. given time. Uh, yeah, I think the people value that more mm. at, at this point. Values definitely have changed. Like I know mine have, and I thought, you know, I already knew <laughs> knew what I valued, but these last two years definitely have um, shifted. I mean, a lot's changing. That's it's like <clears throat> it's not just that area that's changing. Everything's changing. The whole world, the whole planet, the energy is just totally different. It's different socializing. It's different like through conversations like it's very difficult now to interact and we are definitely transitioning from one era to another and if you don't feel that then i don't know what planet you've been on one of the other first <laughs> the things that really irritates me with the qualification thing as well is that you it's like you're, you're not to have a perspective or an analysis of your own experience unless you have a certain qualification for it it's like it's like I'm having an experience, I'm perceiving something right now and my attempt to try and make sense of it mm. is invalid unless I have the correct credentials that enable me to analyze my own experience. Yeah. It's like you're supposed to outsource understanding what the content of your own perception is to some other person who supposedly has a better better yeah. understanding of what goes into that. Mm. And I think that that's been just one of the most ludicrous things that has become very clear um, you know, for us especially over the last few years, but I'm sure it's been happening for a, yeah, a lot longer a lot than that. Longer, yeah. And this this like 
outsourcing every element of your experience of your perception to someone else who's highly specialized in a certain area to the point where your own understanding or your own attempt to understand your own experience is invalid. Mm. You have to trust some, some expert or some other specialist when it comes to understanding how you work and how you function. And that's just, to me, I can't stand that, Mm. you know? Yeah. I've got some credentials for sure. And I've got some, I've, I've done some actual like education and I've got qualifications and stuff. But to me, that's only a, a, a tiny, a tiny element. I don't even think about all that stuff anymore. What's more valid to me is how can I work to understand myself and my experience? Because yeah. when I, I'm the only one that's having this particular experience. Yeah. If, if I don't try and understand that for myself, then I'm never going to actually be able to take charge of it. Yeah. You know, if I'm forever waiting for someone else to explain, ah, oh no, that's what, that's what's actually happening. Mm. This is the, okay, this is the reality I'm experiencing right now. It's like, if I'm waiting for someone else to tell me what the reality that I'm experiencing is, well then I'm basically completely subjected to someone else's idea of what I'm going through. And when you do that, you're kind of putting yourself entirely at the mercy of someone else. And you don't know ultimately what their intentions are. And there's been some horrid intentions over the last few years. You can't hide from that. No. And so who knows what you're giving yourself to when you're giving your perspective yeah. and your, your perception away to some, some expert. I, I mean, I've been, I'm a student of counseling. I haven't even finished my counseling course because I've really struggled to, to do, I don't know. There's something that I, 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 I struggle studying in that kind of sense. academically, I've really struggled in school. And I mean, I did all right in, in my course, my creative course, obviously it's a bit different. But when it came to counselling and a structure and I just, I've done too much work on myself to know that this is just, it, it doesn't work this way. Humans don't work this way. I don't work that way. And I, you know, a lot of people are like, just finish it. You'll just have it. You'll just have the paper. And I just, everything inside me is like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If it doesn't feel good, to have this, I feel more inauthentic if I would feel, and I do feel more inauthentic if I had that credential than if I just continued having my experience and learning from my own experience. That's what it's been. I have not been able to go back to it. And I, I understand, you know, finish it so you have it. I don't think I can explain in enough words that I, I can't. My, my body won't let me, my mind won't let me sit there and and finish this because no I don't want to work under an organization or an idea that isn't mine or uh, that I don't believe in simply like that there are things in there there's good information in there but that is not what helped me when I was struggling and when I was helping myself and, and finding my path through like through everything that I've been through. That's just not the structure. That's just not, not the things that I was thinking about. My experience now and what works now and what lights me up now and what people appreciate is that I hold space for people to just express themselves. One of the, one of the most common things I get is that you just there and hold space for me. That's enough. That's enough. If that's all I have to do, and mind you, that is... Not, and it's not the easiest thing because you carry and you hold and you see and you feel everything that this person's going through. But you, you're helping them. That's what I needed. You know, it's what I needed. I had to be that for myself and find or utilize others 
in in different ways. Like I didn't have a lot of money to afford, you know, the the courses and, and sessions and all that. But I used everything that I came across to to help me because I knew that conventional ways of of healing what I was going through, depression, was not did not work. It did not work. <laughs> I went to see a counselor through when I when I um was depressed and she helped me, but it only for a few weeks, for a few months, sorry. And then we went around in circles, around in circles. There was nothing more she could do for me. And I understand that's where you get to. But even then, I was like this. But then at the, at the end of that, she gave you somewhat of a brochure on mindfulness, right? She gave me one piece of paper on mindfulness. And that was towards and the end? that was toward the end when we were ending our sessions. So she was beautiful. So it's, it's funny, though, that that's not something that gets brought up sooner. Yeah. Why, like, why did yeah. it take months for something like something like that? Like, paying attention to yourself and what's happening internally. Mm. You, you doing the work to pay attention to what's happening internally. Why, why is that not something that's brought up sooner? I don't know, and it's not mentioned. Like, it, like doing the course, it's you got all that. You Maybe know, things have changed since then. Pa- perhaps things have changed. I'm not sure. I'm not sure really because I'm not. I haven't been in it because it. It only got me so far. Too, I ha- I'm I'm still the one who did the work up until that point. Like every every week, she would tell me and give me something to do, and I would. And I I would I am the only one who got myself out of it. She guided me, but she was just there. She just held held space for me, but not just like she was very helpful and she was very caring. I'm not I'm actually not um dis- discounting her and her work. She actually did a as the best as she could because I was in a particular, I wasn't, I wasn't this like aware of myself, but she did guide me and help me. Um, but toward the end there, you, you, you can feel, well, there were times where you can feel the, the disconnect and you, you feel the piece of paper in, in between you and her writing on it. And it was just impersonal. It was just a mm. job to her. That's kind of how it felt. And, but essentially, like when we, she goes, I don't think there's anything more that I can do that we can go through. Like we're just going around in circles. And I'm like, okay. So it's one of the difficult things of the healthcare industry. And it's something that kind of repulsed me a little bit was that the, the production line in healthcare is, a, is, is the product is the sick person, you know? And, it, and again, I'm, I'm not saying necessarily that things are geared or wired in a certain way so as to take advantage or so as to, I'm not saying any of that kind of stuff. I'm just, it's just the nature of that sort of industry. Mm. And yeah, I mean, when you, when you do have a lot of, when you do have for profit models on healthcare, think about what the product is or what the, what the, the client perhaps is the customer Mm. of that model is a sick person. And again, I don't necessarily know how perhaps to go about that, but just having that in the back of your mind, you know, you kind of think it's, it's something that's really, it's, it's a little bit, to me, it was very disconcerting. And that was one of the, the major reasons for me that I'm, I, I felt like I needed to step away from it was that, that the whole thing is, is built to me upon something that I, I, I saw as being, having the potential to be quite monstrous and, I think the way that healthcare and pharmaceuticals and things got weaponized over the last few years was exactly, it, it kind of vindicated that feeling that I had. I graduated in 2018 and I never stepped foot in the, in the sector from uni. Mm-hmm. I, I had this weird feeling. I had this weird vibe and, 
and I'm glad. Mm. I'm really glad I did, obviously, because if I had have actually gone through and if I had have just ignored the my my intuition. distaste for ignore my <laughs> intuition to do with it, I don't know where I'd be today. Yeah. You know, I most likely, you know, I would have had a couple of years before I lost my job, inevitably. You know, and who knows what I would have been able to do in that in that meantime, what I might have actually put myself in, what financial positions I might have put myself in. Uh, had I have gone through with it, and I think I could have been in a much worse position than I am now, well, to be honest. Thinking about our money beliefs and what's coming up for you now, when we're in this position, and you might, yeah, you probably would have been in a worse position because you wouldn't have been focusing on, actually, uh, on that, on on things that, like right now, we're in this position where. We need to identify the things that are stopping us, the things that we, we have a different goal. We probably wouldn't have had this goal. We wouldn't have been having this had you done that. We might not have been together as I was already doing the spiritual work. And if you were like in that, then I don't know how we would have worked together. I don't know. I don't think I would have been very happy. I, I was no. already miserable at the thought of doing it. And I, I'm not taking anything away from this. The, no, this obviously, is that, a pers- like this is this is a, a personal experience and perspective because there are people that are doing amazing, amazing work in that sector, and, mm. and like by and large, people that work in healthcare are incredible people yeah. because you, you have to be. Yeah. So I'm not. It's not. It's not a, not a dig at no. them. It's not that at all. So it's, it's personal experience. It's the it's the whole it's setup. Yeah. It's the set. It's not the people in it. Mm-mm. It's the the system itself that I I sort of was a little bit, you know, put off by. And um, it's it's funny. And, and yeah, like you said, given your beliefs and kind of where you've come to, yeah, I, I don't know how we'd operate. If mm-hmm. I sort of gave myself into that, I'd probably, I don't know how I'd view what you do mm. and your beliefs. I don't know how how far down the, the kind of Western empirical rabbit hole I would have gone and and just been completely close-minded mm. to thinking in any sort of spiritual way even though it was it was a, a massive part of my upbringing was spirituality that's why I was I've already I was already predisposed to this because of my upbringing this way of thinking um, despite that you know I could have absolutely sort of suppressed those those you know, values upon which I was raised mm. um, in favor of the environment that I was in, I yep. have no idea. And, and then I don't know yeah, then, to what detriment that might have been for our relationship and for you. But ultimately, I, even, even for me, because I feel it feels so much more natural what we're doing right now for me. Mm. And it feels much, much better. Well, if you think of the first conversation we had together, <laughs> it was about my art, but it was all about spirituality. Mm. You were asking me about, yeah, what I believed and, and why I was doing certain things and like you're already questioning everything. Our first conversation was on faith. And I remember that. And I was like, is this guy serious? Like, does he actually care? Does he actually want to know all this? Or is he just, because I was very hyper-conscious of, yeah. of men after um, my last relationship and all the relationships before that, because I had let myself get um, taken advantage of. And yeah, I, I was dysfunctional too. So um, I was very hyper-conscious of, I'm like, oh, please don't be, please don't be another challenge that I need to go through because I've already, I, I can't do that again. I need, I don't want to go 
I don't want to be that ignorant again. I don't want to be that again. So when we were talking and you were asking questions, I don't know if I asked you, I go, do you actually want to know? Or if that was something that was going on in my head, but you were asking all these questions about why do you draw? Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Oh, I love that. And saying all these things about my, me, I'm like, no one ever asks me or tells me this stuff. Or no one's this. We've been sitting here for like 20 minutes and you, I don't get it. <laughs> but I, the longer we sat there, I was like, he actually wants to know. He's genuinely asking. And because you can't make that, you can't, it was like either, like you kept asking questions. Like we could have sat there all night talking and talking and talking. And then we had burgers for, for dinner. <laughs> but it, uh, I don't know. It, that's, you were already, perhaps that first conversation was, I don't know. It's fu- it's really funny. I think back to that time and yeah, that, that was our first major conversation. So much has happened in the, you know, four and a bit years since then in terms of our own growth and yeah. how my, my belief and my faith has sort of grown over time and how my spirituality has deepened and developed. Mm. And like how... What 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 did it, like what was spirituality spirituality to me back then? Before what was that, actually yeah. my beliefs to me back then? Because it's <laughs> I just can't fathom it. Because I've come so far since then, and to think that that was one of our major that was our our major sort of conversation that really connected Initial, us initially. Yeah. That how, like what 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 was going through my head back then? <laughs> you know, it's like it's the weirdest She's a thing. Pretty to girl. Think about. <laughs> no, but I, I don't even mean in terms know, of that. Yeah. Like it, it's know, it's. What was what was I thinking in terms of what we were actually talking about? What was yeah. my actual view on spirituality and faith? Because I knew it was something that was important, but I, up until that point, I'd never—I don't think I'd put in the work to actually understand it. But I think that, that, that even religion, religion, religion still well, at that yeah. point, I still I still couldn't stand. I love I how st- you were asking me all these questions about religion. I'm like, wow, there's so much I did not pay attention to <laughs> growing up. Because <laughs> I've always been curious, but I already had a, I was very very biased against religion already and that yeah. was that was from my upbringing for and, sure. I was, and society itself. i was concerned about that the longer oh you know after our first date and then the, the times after it was probably about oh, maybe the first month or in a let's say first couple of weeks and we started talking about it and i was like this might be a problem this actually might be a problem if we if, if he's not spiritual if he doesn't have faith that's going to be a huge thing for me and because I was living like that, like I was doing this, obviously not at this level, <laughs> I was still trying to figure it out. And I just, the same thing. I, I don't know where I was. I don't know what I felt. I was just trying to figure it out. I was just doing something. And that's the, that's what I encourage. I'm like, doesn't matter where, where you're at. If, if you're passionate about something, if you want to know something, if there's something that you want to dedicate yourself, do it, do it. Don't, don't be a perfectionist about it. I don't think you've got to know everything. And, but that would have been a huge, um, yeah, yeah, that would have been something that we I would have had to, because I remember I was telling I think I was telling my mum as well. <laughs> I was telling my mum as well, and she she was like, "Ooh, she's like nervous too." She's like, "I just want to say," she goes, "You can make your own decision," <laughs> but she goes, "I just want to say when 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 you have someone that you can pray with, that is something that you want to hold on to." And I already knew that because that's what I wanted because I was living. I'm like, if, if this is a huge part of me, if that's not accepted, if that's not you know wanted or desired or even looked up to or appreciated, then I can't. I'm like, 
and it was devastating because I was like, well, I, like I already knew I loved you because there was something about you. I'm like, great. And then when, when obviously we broke up <laughs> that first yeah. month, after that first month. Dumped your ass. Yeah. <laughs> but it was only because we had to, there were things that we needed to do before. You know, you had to mourn your last relationship. Yeah, I just got, I just gotten out of a, a longer term. I was not longer term for that. Time. It was two and a half years I was in my That's previous relationship term. for. And I was, it was more than that, actually. I think it was nearly three, yeah. not far off three years. Um, and I, I met you like two weeks after yeah. and it just was not enough time. Yeah. And you know, we were, yeah, we were seeing each other for like a month and then I had to, we had to go our separate ways. I'm like, this is just not going to, I can see the potential for this relationship yeah, and it's too. just going to completely be driven into the dirt yeah. if we try to Keep just force ourselves it. through this, um, with each other. And we needed space. Yeah. We needed that space. I had to just be like, I'm really sorry, but I have to, we have to go our separate ways for a period of time. I don't know how long it'll take, but I needed to get over my stuff. Mm. Uh, you had to, I guess, come to terms with a few things personally. Yeah. I and, so. um, yeah. And, and obviously well, we came to get, came back together. Obviously we're married Three months now. months later. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, we're lucky in ter- on that religious front. Lucky, I'm I'm very open minded. Generally speaking, like, yeah, generally, yeah. even even people now that I I genuinely generally would not agree with on certain things. If you know what you're talking about, I'd love to hear you talk. Mm. Even if I I completely disagree with a lot of things matter. of what you're saying, I still really appreciate an, an educated perspective or a, a perspective from someone who actually has put work into knowing what their perspective is yeah they're not just regurgitating a certain idea yeah. they've actually put they thought into why. what they believe yeah and so it doesn't matter if i disagree with you or anything i just love the fact that you can actually have valid reasons for thinking so differently to me mm. and so i sort of i guess took i brought that with uh, with with me that curiosity with me um, when it came to how i tackled religion um, from where I was because again like I said I had a, a spiritual upbringing so they were just accepted blindly accepted truths of mine the idea of spirit and spirit world and and that God is love and all that type of stuff and it, it that I, I renounced a, a lot of I think my my thoughts that I was specifically raised on because I've just deepened I think in my perspective of a lot of it because I've gone through and this is not to say that the thought that those values that my parents instilled in me from a kid were wrong. I think it's just my perspective of them. You know, when you're a kid, you misunderstand things. You don't have, oh, the, capa- you don't have the capacity <laughs> to be able to actually understand what you're being given yeah. by those around you. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's not to say that my parents taught me wrong or anything like that. It's just to say that most likely my understanding of, of what they were telling me and mm. giving me was probably flawed because I was just a kid. And yeah. so... My, I renounce my understanding of them. I don't renounce the, the, what they might've been themselves. Yeah. So I, I think it was me being aware of what you were doing and you were going, you were doing a hundred days of drawing and you were doing a lot of the self work and the, the mindfulness stuff. And I, I, I guess I was curious about that and I was already geared towards it. And I, I don't know, I obviously connected with you and I appreciated you and your perspective. So I just, I saw, obviously if you valued something like this so much, then there must be some kind of value to it. Mm. And so I think uh, you actually introduced me to the alchemist. The, oh, no, the, was Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. I think Eckhart Tolle, the alchemist. Person. I was reading. I went to US. I went to India in my fifth year of uni, and I think we met at the start of my final year of uni. Mm-hmm. And I went to India for a uni um, for a month for a, for a uni trip kind of thing. 
where we'd work we'd work in the hospitals in India on patients. It was an amazing experience, not not for the actual the treating patient side of things, but just the actual experience of being in India and being in a completely different place. Mm. And I was actually shedding my I guess my my older perspective on life at that point. I was in that sort of perhaps transition phase that you'd help facilitate in growing in my my spirituality and and being a bit more curious about me and my place in this world and how things sort of fit together a little bit and I on the plane I read The Alchemist um, between between Melbourne and Tullamarine and Singapore and uh, God I was like that was a really it was cool you know, mm. obviously and I think it took me a little bit longer to get to Eckhart Tolle because he really uh, I, I found I found the power of now I thought that was it was a bit too over my head at that point in time like it was it was hyper like intellectualized spirituality type thing and I wasn't prepared for that because I'd never read any of that type of stuff mm. and I think I can't remember exactly when that, that point happened where I was actually ready and able to to read it um I think I'd listened to a few podcasts and stuff that you'd also um, gotten me onto and we were listening to Oprah's Super Soul Sunday yes that's right we, that's we did what it was. and Start, that's yeah, where listen to a handful of those and Paulo Coelho was on there. Yeah. And yeah. Then- and we're listening to some of these spiritual people yeah. talk and I'm like, I really like what they have to say. Mm. And eventually then I got into, I was able then I was ready to understand Eckhart Tolle a little bit better. And in The Power of Now, I think, I'm pretty sure he, he there's numerous points because it's been so long since I actually read it. Uh, there's numerous references he made to the Bible and it was actually through reading Eckhart Tolle that I'm like, huh. So there's a lot of spiritual things that I believe that are also tied to certain interpretations of bi- of the Bible. Well, maybe that's not just a total bunch of gibberish. <laughs> and then that sort of opened the door for me to have a bit of a deeper appreciation for for you know religion and Christianity and, mm. and what what the teachings and stuff are in certain interpretations of it. And from from that point, I guess I sort of re- I read a heap of spiritual stuff, um, and I uh, went down you know Eckhart Tolle, Deepak Chopra. Um, Don Miguel Ruiz, yeah. a bunch of those types of books. And oh, I loved it, obviously. And then it got to a point where I think from there it 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 transitioned. My, my interest sort of eventually over time transitioned from that into probably more psychology and then towards philosophy at that point. I think I started mm. my philosophy Dispenza. with... Uh, yeah, Joe Dispenza then, too. Yeah. I started philosophy, I think, with through Jordan Peterson with 12 Rules for Life. Mm-hmm. And then I, from there, I went into like Plato's Republic and then I sort of I dabbled into off philosophy. into philosophy from there. But um, yeah, and it was, I think the other thing that really solidified my spirituality was, uh, I don't know how this conversation turned onto this, uh, but the other thing that really solidified it was at that point uh, when I was really getting into the flow with with the what I was reading and just basically testing it out for myself and and seeing how it felt and how, yeah, is this actually, are these viable beliefs and views to hold? I was also going through somewhat of a family crisis and of my own, and I ended up moving in with you and your family um, for a period of time because of it. And and it was through that time that I was actually so glad that I'd been reading a lot of this spiritual stuff and been doing a lot of this kind of spiritual work because it helped me to, in that time, instead of, turning around and, and blaming my family, being mad and angry. The the books had helped to give me this this perspective on I'm living my life. What's I'm helping to create the world that I'm experiencing. You know, what's in this for me? What could I do better? How could I develop or what's how have I contributed to this situation? And that sort of perspective led me to more so looking inward a lot and, and turning my sort of thoughts and my my judgments in on myself 
instead of projecting them onto my family or onto others, you know, despite obviously, you know, everyone's going to have a different perspective on the same situation, but this is what I was going through, you know? And so that those reading all that stuff, as I was reading it, I was able to directly apply it to myself in that time as well. And so it really, that started to really solidify um, the value of, of spirituality for me in my life, because it really got me through those difficulties and, it wasn't until you know later that I, I started to try and figure out how I can actually have a, a more sound, personal, personalized philosophical base for it, um, and that's still something that I'm developing to this day. You know, the course was a huge part of it. Mm. It was trying to, for me to do that and paying attention. The more discussions we have as we've grown and we've learned more together, it's continued to sort of expand my understanding. I think of myself and what I actually believe and how everything sort of pieces together. Um, but yeah, through through that do that whole experience it, it actually it brought me to a deeper appreciation of religion and the place that religion has in the world and you know obviously now i'm sort of perhaps gravitating away from from religion yeah. um as such uh perhaps more the dogmatic religion um and i'm more i think just trying to re- i retain from it the more spiritual interpretations um, that you that you come from. Not that I haven't read the Bible. I've read excerpts and things like that. But um, and Jordan Peterson, have you listened to his Bible series? Yeah, oh, he, his biblical series is absolutely amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, as I've come to try and figure out my own perspective on the world around me and my place in it, it's 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 brought me to a completely different understanding entirely of. Uh, of the world and of God and, and how it all sort of works. And so I have a, a deep, yeah, I, I do feel, uh, I do feel like a, somewhat of a kinship, I guess, with religious, religiously oriented people. Mm. Um, even though I don't, I don't necessarily agree or share their perhaps views Entire on, views. on yeah. the world and on God and on all that type of stuff. Mm. And so there's a lot of views that I have that would piss a lot of Christians off <laughs> that I dare not utter in uh, certain households. Uh, as, as, as would I. <laughs> you know, but I'm a lot closer. Yeah. I'm more closely oriented with, um, with, with, I, I guess, politically speaking, I'd be a lot more orient, closely oriented with, um, with, with religious conservative yeah. types. It is interesting how, um, oh, it's just gone. Um, but again, I'd probably also disagree with a lot of the conservative, religious conservative types too. So I don't know where I sit politically. <laughs> it's funny how I feel closer to God now and, and growing up in a, in a strictly religious household and religious a community and going to church every Sunday and doing all that. Um, I have not felt closer to God as much as I do now than than. At when I was growing up, I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't know, you know, like you said, you were a kid, you didn't understand these misunderstandings. Yeah, when you're being told you've got to go to church, otherwise, like, God will smite you or, like, something bad's going to happen to you if you don't go. Yeah, you shit your, you shit your pants when you're a little kid mm. and you're being told that God's going to, you're a sinner if you don't go to church. And it's, it's terrifying. So you put your clothes on and you go and you show up. And I was like, it's just, I don't want to, I don't want to be afraid of my faith. I don't want to have fear that I'm doing the wrong thing if I don't do this or that. I don't, it wasn't easy. Like it, not, not easy. It wasn't, it wasn't something that kind of felt 
natural and and fulfilling and what some might have gotten out of like obviously you know you've got the older people around you they they have a deeper understanding because they've got more experience in life so they would have a better understanding of what their faith is and and some people do some people don't some people don't think about it and some people are just like yeah i believe in god don't go any further than that they just believe that there's something else and that's fine everyone's you know like you don't have to go deep all the time but there was just something that i would look at the art every sunday would be something different most of the time and just be um, to catch up with my cousin stefan <laughs> we used to laugh all the time in church um and talk like throughout the whole the whole um sermon it'd be pretty funny the whole mass it's blasphemous bit. i know right <laughs> but I'm like, we're, we're here in a holy place. Like when we're smiling, like everyone's so serious and you've got to be serious and you've got to shh and you've got to, it's just so funny yeah. how it's, and we would just, we'd just laugh the whole time and giggle. And like, that was, I feel like that was more the spirit of, of God yeah. <laughs> working through us. I, I, I think it is. I, I've come to see it that way. I yeah. Think. Why? It's not solemn or forlorn or, no. or you know, this, yeah, this seriousness. It's you like. The old, old people going, like, shh, shh, yeah. shut up. The priest is talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I just, yeah, I've always, I just found that really interesting. I'm like, oh my gosh, like loosen up, smile. We're here. Yeah. Like the spirit of God is here. Like we'll, not, not that I understood that at the time. But um, I was always like, that's kind of what got me there. I'm like, Stefan, are you going? Are you going to be there on Sunday? Yeah, I'm going. And when he'd say, nah, I'm in Adelaide. I'm like, damn it. Like, oh, it'd be so boring. And I tell him how boring it was. <laughs> it was just so funny. Um, but looking back and reflecting on that, I didn't even think I really thought about that um, again. But I feel like that, 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 that was the faith working through us, that just enjoyment and pure, that, that, that whatever that was, that spirit. And I didn't – then he, he actually moved to New York yeah. and left That's... and that was a whole thing. And, yeah, I started to think more when I was standing in church. And I'd, I'd be like, hmm. And I'd look around, be like, why? Why? Why do I – what is so special about – I don't know. I don't feel that thing anymore. Not that Stefan's gone, but I'm like, now I'm really thinking about – what um where, where where am i what is this and i started to ask myself questions and i started to get more curious and then i realized it was something that there were things other things that i would have rather have done to be connected to god and it was only through probably when i hit depression and i saw the light i that's when i found god through the my my darkest hour and the light shone and I knew that that was something that I had to pay attention to because I was I've been I'd been asking, what is this? What's God? And what's this thing? And not I didn't ask what's God, but I was like curious about the spark within me, and I'm like this thing is calling, and I don't know I don't know where to go. I don't know how to follow it. I don't know where to follow it to. It's just telling me, and obviously it got me overseas, and you know came back, and then I hit depression, and it shook me because I still wasn't paying attention and it shook me so hard that it got, it got to the point and I, I saw a light and I'm like, huh, there is something here. I'm going to follow it and I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to make sure that I am, I'm open to hearing it and seeing it and feeling your, it. Your depression was after you got back from being overseas, yeah. Yeah, not before. Right? Not before, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, 
because that was the like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? Those that curious, all the questions led me. I'm like, oh, I have to leave and find myself. And no one could understand that. And I was just going through this huge existential thing. And then, yeah, uh, I, I got too caught up over there because I can't run away. You can't run away from yourself. You can't find yeah. yourself somewhere else. Like I was here. I was in my body. Like that's where I was. I wasn't there. I was, it doesn't matter where you're at. It's a funny thing that that find myself and you go, you put yourself in new situations and new environments to perhaps hope that maybe you bring something new out in yourself that you can perhaps resonate with better mm-hmm. or that you can like better. But I, yeah, I mean, I had a similar sort of thing with India. I was in an entirely new place and mm. it, it Oh, it did change. It did change a lot in my perspective and my outlook. When you see those new places and you see things that you just are so far from what you're used to and what mm. you're comfortable with being able to deal like to deal with, and that that was that was an incredible experience. And it and it does it does like change you for sure. But when it comes to your own satisfaction and the idea of finding yourself, it doesn't. You don't find yourself doing that. No. All you do is just give yourself a different perspective and a different experience. It's yeah. still up to you to figure out how to interpret what you're going through. And if you're not happy with the way in which you interpret things, well, that's something that no experience is going to be able to help you with. Mm. It's something that it is ultimately within you have to be open enough to figuring out how to break yourself open. Yeah. And that's not a comfortable experience. It's an incredibly Mm. painful experience that takes, it's, I'm still, still, still trying to overcome a lot of things. Mm. Still, still not trying to like, I'm, I'm yes, overcoming and, and, I recognize that I have such a long way to go still, but it's so much more satisfying opening and being being appreciative of those difficulties, of mm-hmm. the difficulty of of trying to to know yourself or trying to come come to yourself. Not only that, then over to overcome and become better. Become more of you. And become more of you yeah. type thing. You Break know, out of that conditioning. And it's it is fascinating because I I was asking like that's the power of intention, the power of our like words. When you put something out there even just once, it will come back to you. The answer will come back to you. Or if you want something, it'll come to you if you're not careful. That's why words are magic. Words are power. Like you, you, <laughs> you say anything and that energy is going to come right back at you. You ask, I want to know myself. I want to find myself. You get shook hard enough if you're not paying attention and – you, yeah, you could be staring down the barrel of the end and that's where it can lead you. But you make a decision. Ultimately, I just wanted to wake up to myself. That's what I was calling for. I'm like, get out of this. What am I? What have I been doing for so long? Like, what is this? I've been so oblivious and ignorant of life and all these things. And you get to a point, you're like, life has purpose. I have purpose. Things shift and you get that awakening moment, that shift, that you know, I don't think everyone has that. I don't, I can't say that for sure, but you know, some people have that all their life or some people need, you need, some people need the shock. You need to be shaken out of your old routine, especially if you're asking for it. And I was, I was desperate and I was asking every single day, every single day I'd be asking, I, what, who am I, who am I, who am I, who am I? And I'd, I got shaken, 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 shaken so hard that it was like, okay, okay, I see it, I see it. <laughs> and it's not like I didn't have a choice. I'm like, thank you. That's why I'm so grateful for that experience, for being, for, 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 for going that far and actually making that decision because it was just showing me how much power I really have over myself. I'm the only one. It, it showed me so much and I'm probably going to still be learning from it. I know that now, but I, I, the longer I go and the more I do this work, I'm sure the deeper that experience is going to become. 
oh, that's it. And you start to regain, like, oh, uncover yourself a little bit more. Then you start to realize how much greater your domain is. And like I was saying at the start, you know, probably the more you know about yourself, the more you feel you know about yourself, the more you realize you don't know about yourself too. And I think when you become aware of how much you don't know, you're kind of humbled before that. Mm-hmm. And I think that to me is that is the humility of of that that uncertainty and displaying the humility before the uncertainty. And that to me is almost akin to perhaps an idea of God. Mm-hmm. Or my, my conception of God is that, that sort of all of which I don't know mm-hmm. kind of thing is, is monolithic to, in my eyes. Yeah. And it's, and it's about just respecting that, having a, a profound respect that I don't know all there is or I'm not so big that I, I get to determine all that is. All I, can, all I can do is, I guess, in the best, show up the best way that I can mm. and to create in the best way that I can for myself and to be able to actually utilize my faith that what I don't know is not going to kill me or is not necessarily going to be to my detriment uh, to be able to, I think, make a better life or to take charge a little bit of my situation as opposed to letting myself be blown around by my situation mm. and saying, I can create. I, I want to be empowered to create for myself. I want to create this life. I want to be able to say that my situation, I think we said this yesterday, is my creation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I kind of feel close to God at this point because God being the creator, I guess, the idea of the creator. And you know, if we're trying to create our lives for ourselves, it's sort of like we're, we're embodying that well, type of energy, yeah. I guess. I probably didn't get to it but as i was saying it's like i feel closer to god now because i've experienced it more than i had growing up i had all those questions and questions and questions and i didn't understand like remember you were asking me all these questions about the church and really i'm like i have no fucking idea i know what you're talking about i I know about them but i i wasn't curious enough to understand them because i was told to do it so that's just what i that's what i'm like and i didn't obviously didn't want to go and didn't want to do it so therefore i was like yeah i was thinking about other things you know well you have to sit there for an hour and a half and you just and and it's no you know it, it this is just my personal experience this is not something against anyone or anything this is i because it was frustrating for me not to i'm like can you just sit like this is holy you're in a sacred space like there would be that kind of conversation too it's like oh my gosh it's god you need to sh- you need to you know be quiet and but it just didn't like my body and my mind were just like nah this doesn't you, you, you're not you're not having the experience that you're meant to have you haven't found god you don't know what god feels like you don't know what any of this is and i knew that i had to experience something really deep deep down i'm like this isn't for me and it's not for, it's not like to say that it's wrong for everyone no for me it i don't find god there i find god i have a, i'm literally working through him i think the that god is because it's it is sort of like the the uh, absolutely an element of kind of uncertainty mm. um in the sort of all that is and it's necessarily so because if the if it's the idea of all that is then i am i am a speck of all that is yeah and so there's so much that's beyond my ability to comprehend or to observe or to feel or experience. And so to me, it's that being the case, I don't know that the bounds of my ignorance. And so that's where I sort of give myself to that sort of idea of I don't know what I don't know. Yeah. So let's give this a shot and see what happens type thing. Continue to use your life almost as an experiment to play around a little bit. Yeah. But that to me is almost like playing with God power. And it's not saying that I'm a God or that we're, we are as gods necessarily. I don't know how I necessarily feel about that. No. But... It's an active process of saying, I'm continuously trying to 
trying to figure out how I can how I can be better and how I can act in such a way so as to gain more enjoyment for myself and and be better for the people for those around me and for the world around me and I th- see what I can do. I think that's what's sort of necessary. This the kind of seriousness to do with God, but also the rigidity when it comes to how you actually practice yeah. that faith and how you approach your faith in that. I, I think, think that's where I was coming yeah, to. Yeah, that's really it, off-putting yeah. I, for, for my mind. I just, I think that faith is not a public, public displays of faith to me, I think are disingenuous because, and, and this isn't, this is, I'm really not trying to um, uh, criticize or trying to make anyone perhaps who has a different perspective feel uncomfortable. This is just no. the, my perspective. And I think the reason being is because I think that your connection to God is personal because we're all incredibly unique beings and creatures Mm. and we've all got our own unique spark. And I think that just like, you know, what works for one person doesn't work for everybody else. I think it's the same thing that goes with faith. Mm. And I think that in that, in that instance, you have your own unique perspective, your own unique place in this world. And so the way that you go about expressing that your belief in your place in this world, I think necessarily has to be different because you're different. Mm. I think that it's a good template if you don't know how else to go about giving thanks and gratitude for your existence, then sure. But I think if, if you if you've kind of don't feel like you need that template, if you or if something better works for you in terms of that faith, I think that that is something that's going to be more authentic for you personally to explore and to express mm. than to give yourself over to to you know, some template. And so I think like I, I'm all for spiritual communities. Obviously going to church, you, you, you're with people. It's about community. It's about having faith and praying together in order to expand, you know, that kind of, um, that sentiment. And I, I really do appreciate that. Um, things have changed for me though, when it comes to the community I grew up in, um, like I don't, I don't feel that anymore because I, my belief and faith is very different. So, um, unfortunately I have to go find the community that suits me and that's not like as in spiritual community, the spiritual community that, um, that relates to me because whether I have to build it myself, whether I have to find a network with, you know, with people myself, or if I really do find uh, a place where I can share, share my faith and, and not everything obviously, but to, to, because I still would love to, to to pray with people. I would still love to to sit in like, you know, I see these women in the women's circles and they they just listen and they're with each other and they give each other space. And I, I don't know, there's something really beautiful about that. I think I, I, I know what you're saying and I, I agree with that. I think what I mean is that the... It's kind of the reason I say disingenuous is because I feel like there's a there's an ulterior motive for faith that's expressed in a explicitly public manner because sure. I, to me a lot of the times yeah I mean in that sort of instance if you're genuinely devoting yourself to something yeah okay. and you're authentically with it then that's different that's different to what I'm saying is that it's like acting out your faith or displaying your faith. In, in to me a lot of the time comes across as look at me I'm displaying my faith sure not as so I not not as I am a faithful person expressing that faith it okay. is I am I, I am a good be person there because I, I need I, to be seen having faith th- that's kind of right sure. and, and so that to me defeats the entire purpose of, of faith, faith right yeah. if the whole point is that yeah you, you're you're trying to you know if you're trying to appease some higher power for mm. you know to 
to I don't know be in their good graces type thing, then to, isn't that more of a isn't that more of a an insult to that higher power that you're doing it out of fear for them as opposed to doing it um, because you actually love them? Yeah. And it, and isn't isn't it also disingenuous to be seen to be you know being faithful? Because if you're if you're acting out your faith to be just to be seen, seen yeah. then isn't that also contrary mm. to what you know? What's the value of your faith? Is your, the value of your faith purely a matter of optics and and you know perception? And I don't know. That to me, I, I get really yeah, uncomfortable yeah, yeah. with that because I, I, I also I don't like. To In me, I'm very I'm very disgusted by the people like. The, seeking external validation yeah and i think just generally, generally not just in just yeah. generally yeah and i just i don't do the external validation thing because yeah. i just think you you have you have an inherent value in yourself and it's about how do we bring that inherent value out in you so you don't have to rely on others mm. if you're relying on others to basically give you your place in this world or to give you your own value in this world then again you're completely at the mercy of others mm. if you and that's why i think it's so important to take that power back yeah to take that and you so that you can actually understand and, and act out your own value in this world yeah. instead of relying on others to give it to you. Yeah. And so that's why I think that then, you know, we, you're wearing a mask and you're acting on behalf of, of you know, you're, you're providing a perception of you as opposed to just being naked who you are. Yeah. And I know that's difficult. That's fucking hard. It's terrifying. It's terrifying doing these podcasts. Yeah. You know, a lot of the time and sitting here and talking going, I've been shaking for the last half hour. (laughs) Am I going to say the right thing? Am I going to say something that's going to, you know, resonate or am I going to say something that's going to piss people off? Am I going to, is anyone even going to listen? Any like all these sorts of things go through your head, but it's like, fuck it. (laughs) You know, like have fun. Yeah. Let's play around with this a little bit and see where this kind of goes because I don't know what this could bring out in us. That's it. And, and it's like that's so that to me is one of my I think faith is, in, is is very personal. Yeah. And you can you can express a personal faith in alliance with others who are also doing the same thing. Yeah. But if the point is the point has got to be expression exp, expression of your faith. Yeah. For you and authenticity to that faith, not your your expressing in that vicinity, so that you can be seen to be expressing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. No. I can. I can very much relate. Um. Relate to that um, in, in my upbringing, I felt that very, very strongly. And this isn't to, you know, this is just how it was um, and it's no one's fault. It's just the culture. Um, but, yeah, if, like, <laughs> you, you'd be like, oh, did you go to church? I'm like, oh, why weren't they at church? You know, there's conversations and you're like, oh, my God, they don't believe anymore. They don't have faith. Or, oh, they're going to church. That means they're really good people. That means they've got faith. And yeah. it, like, just because they showed up or didn't show up, that would literally be the be and end of it all or the you know they're, they're a good person because of that you know, you don't know I'm like people think that I I was really faithful and everything and I was really I did really well in religion in high school and all this stuff it's like well because I mean I didn't really have much of a choice mm. and that's not just you know that's just how it was and I'm, I'm glad because what that showed me because I don't want to just I don't want to throw it out and I don't want to judge it and I don't want to criticize it and I don't want to put it away because it was my experience what I got out of it was dedication and you dedicate – that's what I learned from it. No, that's not the way I'm going to go about it. But the whole point was dedication to your faith, dedication and devotion to you, that thing that's inside you, that God within you. That's what it showed me. It didn't show me I had to show up and because otherwise I'd be smited or otherwise I'd be judged and criticized. I would I would actually have those thoughts. I would be – I'm like, oh, I'm not there. I'd be in Phillip Island. And I'm like, oh, I can't go. No. Oh, my God, why aren't you – like, I would like, I'm not there. They're not, they're not going to think that I – like, you'd have stupid thoughts going in your head just because I'm not going to be there. People are going to think this. 
and and vice versa. Oh, you know, oh, that person didn't come. I wonder what they're doing. Oh, you know, obviously they're not at church and they're not doing, you know, they're not putting God first. And that is not a faith. That is not a, a thing that I, like, knowing what I know now and how I found faith in God, how I connect and how I really see it and how it works for me, what keeps me at peace, what gives me hope, what's brought me opportunities, what's brought me abundance, what's brought me joy and love and all of that. Closer to God. Closer to God. <laughs> Everything that I have experienced from them. It's like I, it has brought me closer to God, all of my personal experiences, my hardships and everything, but me going on the journey to find and connect with it, with it, that everything that is and it is all is. I should not, all of that, it's judgment, judgment and criticism for yourself as well. I'm not going to be seen this way. I'm not going to, they didn't come here because of that. That it goes against everything that Jesus was preaching, everything that he was about. He was about wholeness, about inclusive. He was on a mountaintop. He was on the beach and he was he was everywhere, anywhere possible, because it's it's just the time you take within yourself. You know, he he'd go off on his own and meditate and pray and and connect with him and who he was and be whole. That's it's just the that's why I don't really. I, I'm grateful that I had the upbringing because it taught me dedication. Yes, you need to be consistent in your faith. You need to practice. And have a ritual, a faith ritual for yourself, and it has, and it's only for you to figure out how that is. It's not for someone else to tell you, and you know you have to do this. Otherwise, it's like you're a person. You're not God. You're, you're not God. You are another person. If that isn't, if this isn't working for you, like you, you shouldn't have to tell me. I'm like, we shouldn't even be having this angry discussion or this frustration or this negative energy that's happening between you. Shouldn't, you're forcing me to do something and believing in something when, and this is how it's making you look and feel. And is this even right? Is this alignment? Is this love? Is this unconditional love? Is this patience? Is this balance? Is this harmony? Is this gratitude? Everything that Jesus was about. An understanding and appreciation. There was no appreciation for, you know what? I can't, I can't make it to church. There was no appreciation or acceptance. It, like you had to really convince people or convince yourself that it was probably more of an internal thing as well. It's like if I don't yeah. go, then I'm not seeing this, and then I'll have to have I'll have to explain it. I'd get really nervous and I'd be anxious and I'd have this whole thing. And that's not faith. That's not God. That's not that's not that connection. That's not unconditional love. Gosh, relax, <laughs> relax, and find yourself. That's all that. Yeah. <sighs> we were talking the other day. We'll finish up. We'll wrap up in a sec. We're talking the other day about the commandment of honor thy mother and thy father. Mm. And it was funny how it's like to me the the higher the the way that I kind of would comprehend something like that is to go in the ultimate. The ultimate sense is that you, if, if you, got, you take it literally as your mother and your father as your parents, mm. it's like they cre- like created you, obviously, in a sense. Yeah. They brought you forth. Their their will or their something in them obviously sparked and you created. You were created as a result of that. And the ultimate way that you can honor them, I feel, as though, is, is, to, is to be the best, to be the best you, is to make your existence worthy of their creation of you. Mm. And so that it's like they're, they're bringing you into this world was not in vain. Mm-mm. And so, like, what better way to honor thy mother and thy father than to 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 become? Yeah. To literally be to fill your own shoes because they they facilitated your existence here. Yeah. Obviously, you know you've got God as well. Yeah. Who you are from from the kind of nothingness you were created yeah. to through them as a tool, sure. Mm. 
And so, and then even God, how do you honor God? To me, to honor God is, is like I said, to get close to, to God. It's, again, it's the same kind of thing. To feel as though I create, I can create in, in the, to, to my potential, to mm. create myself to my potential, to mm. feel myself, to become more fully myself, to be able to, to understand my place in this, in this world and to be able to kind of have fun too, enjoy my existence here. Make my existence itself not something that's that's in vain. Mm. You know, feel the value, honor honor the fact that honor the, the those that brought me into existence. Yeah. By living by my living existence, my fullest potential, being, being myself. Yeah. And that that to me takes takes a lot of it takes a lot of faith in order to do that because the faith is what cuts through the fear, in my opinion. Mm. So I, I think when you've got a faith that's driven by fear, I don't think it's faith at all. I think it's something else. Yeah. And I think that when you're, when you when you've got a faith that's driven by yeah becoming that joy and that like that that desire for creating yourself, I think that that's a lot more powerful, and I think that that is a lot more spurring you to actual positive action that helps that can create you, that can create something for you, and when you tap into that kind of flow. That's where I think the faith ultimately becomes really powerful and, yeah. a, and, a, and a fantastic tool to help get you to a place. And I think that's what, that's what faith in God has, has come to mean for me at this point. And that's why I don't like rigid, um, you know, you have to practice faith at this time, at this point, at this place mm. with these people, all that type of stuff. I'm like, no, that's not how it's presented to me. That's not how it's presented to me. And it's not also not what has naturally come to us and called to us. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't even like, I can't, I can't even handle routine in the day, let alone having a particular time to have my, my faith happens throughout the day. Yeah. It happens nearly like throughout the entire day these days because we are in that uncertainty and we need, we need to embody faith in all of it, in all its glory. And when, and that's not putting me on a pedestal, I'm genuinely, it's, that's what helps me. Yeah. That is what helps me when I'm embodied and when I'm in alignment, that's when I'm most connected. That's when I trust the most. That's when I trust myself. That's when I trust you. That's when I trust the world. That's when I trust the opportunities to come. That's when I, when I trust people, the right people to come to me and the you right. trust God. And trust God that he's holding me yeah. and guiding me. And can, that um, I do this work because I find the value in it. Yeah. Just, there are no words. And this is, this is, again, why I feel like this time we have a genuine connection with what we're doing. Again, like we said at the start, we've done this, we've tried this all before and didn't work. It feels different this time, I think, because we've actually got this foundation for ourselves and we understand a bit better about why why do we... Why do we think empowering the individual is a good thing? Yeah. Why is it is it imperative? I think that we learn to be able to create for ourselves. Why do we want to facilitate that for others? Why do we facilitate it for ourselves? Mm-hmm. We understand these things a little bit better and on a deeper level, I think. Yeah. And so that's why now the work that we're kind of doing is a reflection of that belief that we have, and, and yeah. I think a, bit, well, a better understanding. And it's that's adapting as well. Constantly, yeah. As we say. Um, and it's you know we wanted to in, in, empower the individual. We just needed to empower ourselves first. Oh, absolutely! And we needed to do it for ourselves absolutely. first, and that's why the like everything that I was doing—the astrology, the cards, the, literally everything that I was doing, trying to do for others—I stopped and I turned it back on myself and been like, "I'm actually not doing this. Not that I'm not doing. I was, but not to the devotion where I, I should have been." And I knew that. And that's why I had to say, I have to stop. I have to stop the sessions because I don't want to come from a place, you know, if someone asks me, how do you do it? It's like, oh, well, this doesn't really work for me. And I'm not really, actually, I haven't done it in a long time. 
that is so not what you want to hear from someone who's about to heal you or you've just come for a session to guide you. And do you know what I mean? And that's just, it, no, we had to do that work ourselves. And I'm so glad that we caught ourselves in that moment and said, no, now we know our potential. We know where we want to go. We know what we're capable of. I know what I'm capable of. I know that I have some healing ability that shocked the hell out of me. And I have no idea how it's going to, how it's going to, um, just express itself but I know that there's something there and learning more about myself especially through human design these days it's I'm all about transmutation so of course it's no wonder that I've got this gift because I transmute one thing to the to another I it's fascinating how the more I'm learning about myself the more I'm doing this work for myself the better I can facilitate sessions the better I can actually perform and be of service Hmm. and and it's beautiful and it's rewarding, and I feel like I'm useful and essential. And that's ex- that's exactly what I mean when I was when I say that it's about empowering the individual so that the collective can benefit. So the collective can benefit. That's exactly what I mean. It's about finding who you are and what your purpose in this place is, and your purpose so you in, in terms of obviously for you for you, but also for how you can what your place in the society is as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't, <laughs> can't say it any other way, really. Uh, we'll just finish up. So your website uh you've nearly finished your website you've just got your art left to do to i think make i just it, have to, to, to yeah. that should be pretty simple but you've changed so you, you've changed your price of your sessions now i've changed my price of the individual sessions it didn't feel right not that it was too low that just uh, maybe it was too low um but, too low. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah they're now 242 not 222 and i now have packages which i had last time um, with when i had an ad here and they're called the anatia packages but there's one for five weeks and there's one in 10 weeks. And that's when we work together. I support you. And it's just, yeah. They're just, they're, they're those in here sessions over, over the five course of weeks five or weeks or 10, 10 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And so, yeah, obviously a lot of value in being able to actually continuously do the work. If you're able to kind of devote yourself to this thing through time, it's it's incredibly beneficial. Mm. So that's the point of, of doing that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. so you just got to just gotta make the, the shop for um, your I art. I just have to do the shop, the gallery, and I'm still not really sure what I, how I feel about it, to be honest. I'm going to sit with it. I'm going to actually do a reading on it. Yeah. And I'm going to connect to the Akashic Records and, and check in because I'm not sure. Okay. To be honest, and I'm yeah. going to tell you that because I, I need to put it on the record as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Not, I'm not sure okay. um, what to do there. I know it's in the shop and I'll, I'll leave it in the shop, but... In the cafe? In the cafe, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but something's, yeah, I don't know. There's a there's something there that I need to... That's okay. Yeah. Sure. Just sit with it and, well, and figure it, it out. Too, yeah. I guess that's how it sort of works. I didn't expect this. Again, like kind of yesterday, the conversation sort of took us took us blindly. I wasn't expecting this one to go this way either. No. What that's fun. On your that's list? the fun. That's the. Uh, <laughs> it was literally. I've got here. Yuja's website. These are just these talking points. If we run dry on conversation, but um, <laughs> very rarely do we. Yuja's website and yesterday's conversation. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. A little bit there at the end. Uh, yeah. So okay. Well, that's um. Yeah, that's good. So I mean. Get in touch. Seriously, um, if you're if you're interested at all, where can they find you? Uh, on my Instagram, yuja.gray or yuja.gray.com. Is your website? You can book a, session, book a session. Um, get in touch. Shoot an email. Yeah, through. reach out. Ask me anything. Is your your email address is on your website? Uh, can they just send you oh, a actually, message through the website? Yeah, they can just send me a message. I'll get them. It's uh, yuja gray at proton.me at the moment. Through, the, but that and that information is on the website. Yeah, no, you fill out, you put your name, your email, and you just send me a message. There's, oh, a, okay, there's yeah. a contact page, oh, and you right, just right, shoot yeah. me through, and that'll, yeah, yeah that'll we'll contact that way. Well, yeah, so but it, if you want, like, a more instantaneous response, just go straight to Instagram, just DM me. 
Why is the e- why is your email not instantaneous? Oh, it is, but I'm I, I'm on Instagram all the time. Right. Okay. It's just for me. Yeah. yeah. If you just if it's a quick like just to just check in or ask something very quickly or yeah. Okay. You can do either way, but I'm I'm on Instagram. It's just the easiest way. Yeah. That's where I am. Well, that'll be in the description, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm looking to probably today. I just want to finish reading the book that I'm currently reading. Uh, there's a few more things. We'll just I think. Uh, set up and, and I want to start trying to yeah work on a on a post my first post for the Substack so I want to I want to hopefully be able to be able to post post something by I don't know the end of the week by next weekend or something that's my that's my aim oh you went high fiving yeah I, sorry I, you were I, raising I, your hand to I make was a raising point my hand but you, yeah no um I, I just want to say it's really funny how we had that religious conversation on a Sunday oh we so did. <laughs> Hey, I, I, in some ways, you could say that that was the, to actually get a little bit raw on our faith and to share our what our faith is on a Sunday Honestly. is very symbolic of our faith. I wouldn't say we smashed God. I, I would say, from my perspective, no. I think, from my mind, I think we strengthened the case for God. Yeah. Whether or not that's the case. Uh, but <laughs> to down. each their own. Well, it is to each of their own. That's the whole point of faith. You find what works for you, not what someone else tells you you should and shouldn't do. Yeah. That's, the, that's where the damage kind of comes in. Yeah. That's it. And so we're not projecting anything. We're just Absolutely sharing. not. Yeah, just FYI, if you feel that um, so, they're triggers. And <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> so if you're curious, head on over to Yusha's website. Check her out. Um, if you're curious about my stuff, I have got the Substack available. I haven't posted yet, but I've basically set it all up. If you want to have read my about, you can. that's that's something I wrote. It is so interesting. My, my about. It's my three paragraphs of uh, what am I doing here. Uh, so that is logangray.substack.com. Um, that'll be in the show notes again. My Instagram is logan.d.gray. I think it's going to, it's going to be a fun thing because my, my, my plan for my content is when I do my Substack, if I do a Substack post, yeah. then I'll take elements from that and that's what I'll sort of post to Instagram. Sure. Yep. And Instagram yes. can kind of yes. become like a little, a little offshoot of Lose. that being the main yep. thing. Yeah. And sort of draw people towards perhaps the more Substack yeah, because right. I can also do my own podcast on Substack too. That's so fun. Yeah. Finally, you can do the Logan hour. <laughs> <laughs> And I can talk. I can talk about what went into the post, like in a podcast form, and I can actually embed uh, audio from the podcast into the actual post itself too. So, Honey, I'm so that's excited! I mean. There's, for so, there's you. so many different ways I can sort of take this, but th- that's that's obviously what I would love to kind of get to. It'll take a long, it'll take a time to develop a lot of that sort of stuff because I'm just starting. So I don't want to put all that pressure on me just no, yet. But I one am. Thing, just I'm post. really keen to sit and just actually just work through a post and try and have post. something posted by the end of the week. Please. That's what I, w- I really want to do this week. Good. So I'm just going to enjoy uh, this Sunday. Finish tie off a few loose ends, and uh, yeah, try and hit the ground running with it tomorrow. God bless it's our, you. It's our day off tomorrow for it podcasting, so it'll be a good day for oh, it. it is. Yes. Um, and my the email address for the show for the podcast is itppc at protonmail.com. All these all this information will be in the description, so check it out. I love you. I love you. Have a blessed day. God bless you.